Blog Talk Radio. duper pony thingy? You bet I got a cold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sweetie. Speaking of pony things, I found that the 
the Safeway that my husband works at is now carrying some G3 fakies. So I bought myself some G3 fakies. Very cool, very cool. And they're they're not even pretending to not be a G3, you know, mold. (laughs) Yeah, they're totally just, yeah, I am totally a G3 mold. Yep. Well, and, and the company that makes them, they're even painting the eyes the way the G3 eyes were painted, except with, you know, no quality control. So, it's interesting, but, yep, I just got to strip them of paint and they're one, they're one row of hair as opposed to two rows of hair. Isn't that always the way you can really tell a fakie is it only has one row of hair? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, baby. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. I know. Yes, I am mom. She's sitting in her bouncer. Ah. That would explain the weeing. Yeah, well, she's, she's not really feeling good, so while she's not, terribly fussy. She is a bit whiny. She's like, Mom, you're not over here specifically entertaining me. (laughs) Yeah. She can't figure out that, you know, the bouncer's supposed to be the one entertaining her. Well, she's always been suspicious of the sheep on it. Uh, it's got it's got two flowers hanging down, and in between the two flowers, there's a sheep. And the sheep doesn't do anything; it just hangs there. It doesn't make any sounds. It's not musical. It's just sheep. And <laughs> and she finds that highly suspicious. <laughs> I've never heard of a sheep that's just hanging there being highly suspicious. Well, you know, when all your other toys have some sort of a a button or a cord or or something that activates it and this one doesn't. Yeah, wouldn't you be like, what's going on here? Yeah, I guess I would too. But any pony news? Um, my only pony news was was the G three fakies. That's it. Um, 
Yeah. Wow, that was more boring than me. Hey, I was excited about the G3 fakies. They're going to to become custom. It's so blank. I was I was kidding. <laughs> what I meant to say that was more exciting than me. Also, do you have any pony news? Absolutely none. <laughs> How did the interview go last week? Oh, it went really, really well. I had a lot of fun, and Rubna was just absolutely wonderful. Cool. Have you had a chance to listen to the interview yet? No, I have not. (laughs) Oh, you should. You need to tell me how Uh I did. <laughs> I'm sure I gotta you tell you, well, I gotta tell you, it's intimidating interviewing someone who's a pioneer of the customizing field. Ah. You know, her and a handful of others were the very first to start doing that back when it wasn't a thing. Oh, wait, you mean there was a time when it wasn't a thing? Yes, there was a time when it wasn't a thing. Wow, I just don't believe you. <laughs> yep. Way back in the dim mist of 1996 or so, there was just some people that wanted to know what to do with their old manky pony. And they started playing around, and there wasn't access to, you know, nylon hair unless you were buying wigs or repurposing from other ponies. And wow! And so she was she regaled us with stories of experimentation and customizing. Yeah. So, so are you trying to say I picked a good one for the first interview? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was awesome. I invited her to interview with us again. <laughs> Very cool. Nope, I didn't know cool. anything there, but nah. I was excited. <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, I'm glad everything went well. Yep. Everything went hunky-dory, I think. (laughs) But, like I said, you'll have to listen to it and let me know. Okay. I said, you couldn't have been that, you couldn't have did that bad. Because you got to figure, we did our first interview ever on the show, 
on our second show. And I do believe we winged it 15 ways from Sunday. <laughs> well, hey, she's she's a big fan of people, you know, experimenting and trying new things. So, I'm sure she doesn't mind a good winging it. So the My Little Pony talk show. go get my computer. All right. Or Yeah. Yeah. And my Xbox 360 almost died an unspeakable death last night. Oh dear. We've been having heavy rains, which isn't uncommon for Oregon. And I don't even think anything about it anymore. But apparently my husband had, hadn't had plugged the uh, Xbox 360 into a power strip with a surge protector. And I thought it had been. Oh, honey, honey, oh, honey, it's okay. Oh, okay. It's okay. Oh, dear. Milk just came out of her mouth. Oh. Well, I fuss too when that happens to me. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, so last night there was a blink in the power, and it caused a power surge. While I was playing the Xbox. And for a while we had the Red Ring of Doom. But we were able to 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 fix it so it wasn't a permanent Red Ring of Doom. Mm. Well see, I don't have an Xbox, so I don't even know what the Red Ring of Doom is. It's uh, there's a ring of lights around the power button on an Xbox 360. There's four of them, and normally when the Xbox is on, they are green. And they'll where which one is lit up tells you what controller you know player one, player two, player three, player four are active. 
But when something goes terribly wrong, they turn red. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Red rings of doom. Oh, dear. Okay. Baby girl, I'm going to set you in your chair while I get your nasal aspirator. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to set you down, and I know you're not going to be happy. That's just going to have to happen now. Oh. There you go. Where's Mrs. Monkey? Where's Mrs. Monkey? Okay. But yeah. So, Fred Ring of Doom. Bad. But it was only Uh, a three-quarter ring. So, I suppose if it had been all four lights, it would have been the unfixable doom. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. We're seldom is hurt. A discouraging word, and the skies are not cloudy all day. There we go. Yeah, but uh, the only news I have is my God, the Japanese version of Sailor Moon is way different than the American version. Yes, it is. And you even listen to the you listen to the to the dubbing and you turn on the uh subtitles. You know how they normally they're off by a little bit? Mm-hmm. But they're too too off. Yeah, I'm watching it so like Okay, uh, okay. I also supposed to drink and I just didn't know it and I'm just like completely bombed. So I'm hearing one thing and completely seeing something completely different? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Venus isn't quite as much of a bubblehead in Japan as she is in the United States. Yes, and so Yeah. Yes, and Sailor Uranus and Sailor uh, Neptune aren't quite as cousinly. I try not to discuss Uranus and Neptune for the simple fact that I... 
I don't necessarily agree with everybody's perception of Uranus. I don't know if it's changed, but for a long time, like Uranus and Neptune were the lesbian couple. Everybody knew it. They could say whatever they wanted on the on the cartoon, but everybody knew it. Right. The thing is, is in the manga, it's sort of implied that Uranus can be a boy or a girl, depending on what Uranus feels like being. Uh-uh. And so there's nothing to specifically say which one Uranus is, you know, at the time that, you know, uh, Omara, what, what do they call her? Omara and Michelle, but that's, there's Michiru and, her, I don't remember what, Haruka? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't watched the Japanese dubbing well, anyway, yet. There's no. There's really nothing to say which one Uranus is when Uranus isn't in Sailor Scout form. Right. And the whole thing goes back to the fact that Uranus or 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 Uranus is uh, the. Uh, the original Lord of the Sky, one of the Titans. Right. And Uranus was so possessive of Gaia that after he impregnated her with children, he wouldn't let her have them. So she ends up having one of the other Titans emasculate him. Ah. So, in a very real and surgical manner. <laughs> and so, Uranus is a masculine titan that's lost his masculinity. Ah. Well. I remember quite a bit about the American version because the only version I have of Sins 3 and on are Japanese version. I don't remember her being quite so huggy is the word I'm looking for, the term I'm looking for. <laughs> So. Well, hey, in the in the manga, um, Uranus is very like, hey, they're pretty sailor with Sailor Moon too. Um, yeah, she she did that a couple of times too. She's very much. Yeah, put your head here. <laughs> it somewhat resembles the thought of death. 
Kind of like there is no getting out of this this hold. <laughs> First couple of times I saw that, it was like, whoa, I do not remember that. It's cool, but I still don't remember that. original Japanese version that has the English and Japanese on it. Okay? Watch, the, um, watch it with the English dubbing and the English subtitles. Who needs to do anything? <laughs> You'll go on a head trip just watching that. Yeah, I really feel like the original cartoon, which I love because I grew up with it, at least seasons yeah. one, two, and three. Yeah. Kind of set the stage for the, the episodes that followed, but it really did a disservice because it wasn't really like the... Uh, like the manga, it, it was more like the Monster of the Week Power Ranger thing. So it was, it was more like Sentai than Senshi. Yeah. And then all of the American censorship mm-hmm. didn't help at all. Well, and... You know, in their defense, manga and anime was very, it was a new thing in the United States, you know? Oh, yeah. And they really didn't think we could handle, you know, the way things really were. Yes, but yet we can handle, I like big butts. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I happen to like that song because, you know, that just put, pays homage to the big girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I like the, uh, have you heard the Jonathan Colton version of I Like Big Guts? No. Oh, you really must. It It takes it from a kind of crazy-sounding hip-hop song to a very white, romantic sort of ballad. Is that the big and you girl can actually, You can actually hear all the, all the lyrics real well. But um, it sounds something like I like big butts and I cannot lie. You brothers, yo, you can't deny when a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and that brown thing in your face. You get stung. 
it's just, uh, it's, it sounds totally different, but it's, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's okay. an interesting cover, as it were. But I, okay, I've got to check out that one. But, you know, I said, yes. you know, we can't but handle... Really, as far as I'm concerned, you really can't go wrong with Jonathan Colton. No. You can't go wrong with a man who's given us songs that involve eating cake and half-pony, half-monkey monsters. <laughs> still need to make my half-pony, half-monkey monster. I still have not fully been able to conceptualize it in my head. I am not as evil of a mad scientist as I thought. <laughs> yes, well, I, I I prefer the purple people eater myself, so. Now, see, that's a great song, and a lot of times people are confused by the lyrics because they think that it's an alien that's purple and eats people. But no, it's an alien that is literally a purple people eater. He eats purple people. And he's not on the planet to eat people. He's on the planet to rock. Yes. But people get really confused about what the so- what type of entity the song is about. It's not about a purple alien that eats people. It's about an alien that eats purple people. Yes, and I remember when they actually came out with that, when they were really rocking that song out, was when Chicago was invaded by the Japanese um, Beatles. The Uzi Um, There's a type of beetle. It's called the Japanese beetle, and literally it kills trees. Okay. If you've got one... You're meaning an insect, not a rock group. No, an insect. A bug that if you see one in the neighborhood, I can guarantee you within a week, there ain't going to be a tree on that block. (laughs) Because something about these things, they did something to the trees where they killed the trees. And they would literally, if if they saw one in, in a neighborhood, you saw tree removal, it, it was just like, it was like the SWAT team <laughs> coming down on a house. Except for it's coming down on a neighborhood. Because as soon as they saw one they they took down they would take down an entire neighborhood of trees. Bummer. Because of the fact that these things, if you see one, there's it's like a half a dozen. Yeah, if you see one, yeah, it's already too late because it's probably it was probably pregnant and had its kids. <laughs> And it's just waiting for him to hatch. That was the one thing I think everyone was so worried about. They were going to hit the forest preserve. 
Mmm, preserved. So, I thought it was kind of preserved. <laughs> well, it depends on who you're talking to. Are you talking to the insects? Because then it might be. <laughs> yeah, in that case, yeah. But, yeah, they were, they're adamant about making sure they they stayed out of the forest preserves. Because, you know, you have deer, you have raccoons, as stupid as they are. <laughs> Ugh, I hate raccoons. They're filthy vermin. Filthy, filthy vermin. Hey, they probably don't like humans very much either. Well, see, that's the problem. They're not really afraid of people. I learned this because we have them in my neighborhood. They're in everybody's neighborhood. And they used to, like, menace our cats when I lived at at home, you know, with my parents and and eat the cat food and all that sort of thing. And one day I had to go out and rescue my cat. And, yeah. Yeah, I had to go out and rescue my cat. And this raccoon, I t- came out with like a broom and I came out swinging. And this raccoon turns it, turned its attention away from the cat and towards me. And it stood up on its hind legs like a bear does. And this thing was almost as big as me. And it wasn't going to back down. Any animal that's willing to do that to a human should not be living in a human environment. Well, to be fair... We are living in what used to be its habitat. <laughs> but see, that's the problem. Its habitat is everywhere. There's no place we could live where it's not its habitat. <laughs> We've had to coexist with raccoons. Like, you don't think the Native Americans avoided the raccoons, do you? Yes, but I'm sure they live more peacefully with them. We, on the other hand, will just run it over with our car. Normally, I'm not a proponent of running animals over with cars, but I'll make an exception for raccoons. I won't run them over with my car because I don't want to have to clean them off. But I'm fine if other people do it. I wish people would stop running over the skunks, though. It only makes the neighborhood smell bad. (laughs) Yes, well, you know. Oh. Yeah. Yes, there you go. You chew on that butterfly. You chew on that butterfly. Poor teething baby. Life oh, I know. Life isn't fair when you're 33 and you're still teething. Yeah. Poor baby. I don't care what they say. Oragel don't work. 
Good to know. Well, it don't work on me. <laughs> so. I completely lost my train of thought of what I was just doing. What was I in the kitchen? I know it's that it's gone from being super hot out to cold and really wet. Well, we've gone from hot to cold to... It's currently 54 four degrees outside. I've got my window wide open, and I'm not freezing. Simply because if we can get a breeze going through this house, it's a miracle. So, I think summer is officially over. Yeah, not well. I mean, it was officially over because we've had the autumnal equinox, so it's fall. Well, see, in Chicago, summer doesn't officially end until winter. <laughs> well, in Oregon, we have two seasons: wet and cold. And dry and hot. And wet and cold generally lasts for about nine months. But last last year, this time, it was like 70 degrees and sunny. And like beautiful, no, very little wind and just a beautiful fall. And we... Yeah, I know, hon. Oh, wow. Look at you. You're almost rolling over. That scares mommy. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Trying to do things that you're still just not coordinated enough to do. Oh, 
I know. Um. Yeah. This has been our day. Brief moments. Brief moments of sleep and. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, are you ready to talk about uh, ponies? I don't know. My computer is a little possessed, but let's... Let's try it. They've changed the Google... Chrome has updated. Yes, I can tell Chrome has updated. I don't approve. Well, you sound like almost every single person who uses Yahoo Groups right now. (laughs) Because it is currently about as user-friendly It isn't. Gotcha. There is no user friendliness to it at all. And everyone has complained about it, and Yahoo just says, But look, it looks pretty and new. And everyone still just gives them the finger. Kind <laughs> of like, I don't care. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, where are we as far as doing ponies? Actually. We are at uh, Ponyville. Ponyville. All right, Ponyville. So, are we starting with uh, 2006 then? Yes. All right. And are we yes. using MLPLearn.com? Yes. Okay. Yes, we are about to talk about the teeniest, the tiniest, the cutest ponies. Ponies that when they first hit the scene, I think everyone kind of looked at them kind of like, what in God's name? <laughs> I know I did. I think everyone looked and thought and, and looked and I think everyone thought I I I I think they have I I think there's a confusion here. I think we're confused. Only this pet shop. Whoa! I know. Oh, 
All right. Yeah, I and know when I first saw them, I thought they were a little strange looking. Yeah. And the very first time we were first introduced to them was with A Very Minty Christmas. It's not listed on the website, but I believe the very first sighting of any Ponyville's was actually with the DVD. Well, it looks like there was a very minty Christmas tree with Minty. Yeah. But I still think that came out just afterwards, just after the movie came out. Because well, if you look, both Ponyville sets were Christmas sets. And when they first came out, they weren't called Ponyville. They were just called Mini Ponies. That's right. So... Basically, going along the same lines as how the entire My Little Pony started, you have to remember, it first started off with My Pretty Pony. And then developed into... (laughs) I think My Pretty Pony is scary. But I digress. (laughs) not scary when you're so yes well so this is kind of a little bit of a nod back to the origin kind of like okay we're gonna call it this right now but next year this is what we're going to be calling it at least i'm trying to the first two sets, the mini ponies, I think were actually cuter than than what they ended up slowly turning into. Yes, well. Because they were a little bit more proportionate, three. those first couple sets. Yeah. Well, actually, three. Because remember, um, a very minty Christmas actually came with a, min- a minty mini pony. Oh. That's why I said there was actually three sets when it first ran. It's just not well, being shown on the site. Well, let's start with the first one on the site. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and start off with the very first play set, basically, that came with it. And these were always very tiny and small. And it is a very minty Christmas tree with minty. Again, a nod, it's nodding to the to the movie that was released of the same name, except for without the with minty part. And it's a really cute set. Even clothes, it's really cute. Well, yes, yeah, a very pretty Christmas tree and. 
open to me. It looks a lot like the first Polly Pocket. Mm-hmm. Not what Polly Pocket oh, yeah. is now, because Polly Pocket is huge now. Yeah. The original Polly Pocket, which was tiny, which you had to be very careful because you were because you could very easily lose Polly's, you know, denture cream or something. Or toothpaste, because, I mean, it was just that tiny. Yes. But, man, I spent a lot of hours playing with my Polly Pockets. Mm-hmm. Me, too. But back to... You know, back to when the whole thing, dolls and uh, play set and everything could fold up and fit in your pocket. Yep. For all you kids out there, that's why it was called Polly Pocket, because the whole thing used to fit in your pocket. <laughs> Well, Polly can fit yeah. in your pocket, but never play set. No. Not anymore. But, yes, the Christmas tree uh, was green with glitter, decorated with pink balls, pink hearts, white garland with yellow stars, and the peak, which would normally be where the star is on the top of the Christmas tree, was a candy cane with a big bow on it. Well, it wasn't just a candy cane. It was a candy cane with pink hearts. Yes. On the top. Because when it opens up, you can see more candy cane and it's the stripes. So I don't yes. know if that's supposed to be a different thing or... I think it is. But back to the tree and to the playset, and we'll explain why there's a candy cane on the top of a Christmas tree in a minute. You had a brown tray, a, ye- a yellow, brown, and blue tray with two mugs of hot chocolate. And as it says, when you opened up the doors, what would happen is it was spring act- activated. You opened the doors and the top of the tree rose up so that you could have a little stand to put Minty onto in the middle of the tree or under the tree, however you want to look at it. The tree grew in a very nutcracker-like fashion. Yes. And there's also a, a little tiny little oven in there that, according to the website, can be opened. Wow. Of course, kind of makes no sense. If you have two mugs of hot chocolate, why would you need an oven that opens? Maybe it's a magic oven that makes hot chocolate? I like it. We will accept that answer. But, yes, uh, the big reason why there was a candy cane on top of the tree, you need to watch the movie to find out. <laughs> Fine, I'll go and see if they have it at the library. <laughs> oh, now, come on. We can't, you know, we can't be that big of a spoiler alert. 
I don't know. 2006 was like a while ago. I think it's past the spoilers phase. Well, you never know. But yeah, it looks really cute. And the Ponyvilles look sort of like an in-between stage of a G3 and a G3.5. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you click on um, number three on the images, you'll get a close-up of Minty. And the one nice thing about the Ponyvilles was they were, they did the detail. Okay. They did the detailing on the symbols. If the symbol was supposed to look like a peppermint, it actually looked like a, the peppermint that was on the re regular version versus just, you know, okay, is this one supposed to be a green peppermint, so let's just stamp a green green circle there, a pink circle there, a purple circle there, and there you go, you got the mints. Or one one bigger peppermint instead of three smaller ones. Right. So, and that's the funny thing is these ponies are smaller than the McDonald G4s, and yet they have more detail than the McDonald mm -hmm. G4s. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you look at this one, and it's the regular minty. Okay. They didn't, you know, do anything wild with her. She still has the same purple eyes, the same pink hair, the same late green shade. Okay? It was minty, plain and simple. She was just shrunk down and made all plastic. Yep. So. And and I yeah. like what they did with the hairstyles, you know? They they weren't completely like pony hairstyles, but they were close enough. Yeah. And pretty much they did, you know, they did pose orient. They did pose orient the hair because you know, with this, I mean, you can't have too many different molds. Yeah. You know, because then it would just become pretty much overwhelming. But, you know, they did, they did do different styles, depending upon how they were standing. Yeah. And this one, she kind of has the hair kind of, it kind of looks like, you know, the hair is kind of flowing to the side. So, like, the wind's coming at her from her side. 
Yes, yeah, it's Either a very elegant or... hairstyle. Yeah. Either that or she's just tilt. She's just throwing back her head. You know, and her hair's in that mid, you know, flowing stage. Well, it looks like you, when when you have long hair and you pull it like you're going to pull it into a ponytail, but instead of tying it off, you just bring it around to the opposite side. There you, you know, go. Like around your shoulders. Yeah, which I yeah, could never understand. Sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. Which I can never understand doing because eventually the hair is all going to go back to the other side. It's just something you do for pictures. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not that type. I'll put on a little bit of makeup. I'll put my hair up, but, you know, whatever, however it falls, okay, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> Me and my hair have this unwritten rule. However it falls for a picture, fine. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Simply because... It would be too hard to do anything else. Okay. Well, the baby just needed a diaper, so why don't you start describing the next set while I go and get that stuff. All righty. Next up, we have Minty and Friends. And this was yet another Christmas set. And this was the first. This is what the first, what they called the tube sets, simply because you had a group of the Ponyvilles, and they were literally in a tube when you purchased them. I know, unfortunately, cannot explain it any, any more than that, so... And with this set, you had you had Minty, of course, because it's Minty and Friends. And joining her is, oh, dear Lord, Pinkie Pie has already invaded Ponyville. They haven't even made it past year one yet. And she has already invaded. Dear Lord, this is scary. <laughs> but then... Oh, dear. But then you also have Wisteria and Sparkleworks joining her as well. And again, you have the same detail work on each of them. Minty does come with a Santa hat and Santa shoes, which it's a real Santa hat, real fur and all of that fun stuff. The shoes are plastic. And with Pinkie Pie, you, again, they have gone ahead and done the detail work. You have her balloons that are yellow, blue, 
with the strings attached. You have as my mouse agrees with me, wisteria with her flowers. Also, again, they're going into so much great detail to match these to the G3s. They have hoof hearts. Do they have hoof hearts? Yes, they do. If you look at wisteria, and her display side, there's her hoof heart. The hoof hearts are all on the right hand. When you're looking dead straight at them, they're always on their right side with the pony bills. Gotcha. Okay. And even Sparkle Works. The detail on her symbol was always the greatest because it was a firework exploding. So you had all the sparkles coming off of that. Well, Sparkle Works has the firework exploding with the sparkles falling off of it. So they keep the great good detail continuing on throughout. And there came a big question with the Ponyvilles. Because when you turn them over, they had one hoof, which was the hoof where the heart was with a hole in it. I think this is the one thing that confused everyone at the time when these first came out. Because you're looking at it and it's like there's a hole in the bottom of my pony. And you're looking at it kind of like why is there a hole in its foot? And well, to me it would indicate some sort of a magic motion playset. Yes, but at the time, there was no such thing. Kind of like, there's a worthless, useless hole here. And it, you're right, it didn't, it matched up with the G3s. Again, they're matching it up with the G3s, where wherever the heart hoof was, that was where the magnet was on the original G3s. So, but at this time, there's a hole in my pony's foot, and I don't know why. And going back to the minty in this set, the minty with the with the Santa hat. This is not the first time you see it. The DVD set includes minty with this same hat. And isn't Minty wearing that hat on the DVD cover? Yes. So yeah, we've got 
we've got her wearing that hat three, basically three times. Well, actually four, because I think she wears it in the movie, too. You know, if we want to be perfectly, you know, perfect there. So, and all of this, as I said, happened at Christmas time. Well, you know what's great about the two ponies? It's an excellent stocking stuffer. Oh, yes, it was. That was the one thing that everyone loved about it. It was a good stocking stuffer. And I don't remember, was that a Target exclusive? I don't recall. Actually, yeah, it was a Target exclusive. The tube was a Target exclusive. Because if you remember correctly, most everything up until... 2007, uh-huh. if it was special, it was either a Target or it was a Toys R Us exclusive. I like the uh, the Dollar General exclusives. Oh yeah, Dollar, they had Dollar General too. So. But yes, are we ready to move on to the first set of 2007 when they were officially dubbed Ponyville? Going along yep. with what normally co- go ahead and do with these, they would go ahead and give them, the, you know, the, you know, meat for for this, sharing this, time this. You know, they would name the play sets at the time, the miniature play sets. Okay? Not like today, it's Applejack and a tree. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Applejack's barn. Yeah. It looks like a stage set. (laughs) You know, it's practically 2D. Yes. It looks like a stage for a very bad Western. Yes. So. But back to Ponyville, accessory playsets and ponies. And first up... Why don't we go meet for some ice cream with triple treats? Well, at least, you know, the one good thing was they at least got the ponies right with the accessories. That's true. 
So first up, uh, I said it is Triple Treat. Mm-hmm. Triple Treat looks the same how she always does. Uh, do you want to go ahead and describe her accessories? Um, actually, okay, I have to readjust my screen. Yeah, she does look the same. Um, why don't you just start describing the accessories? Okay. Well, we have a ice cream cart, which is orange, pink, and white, with the My Little Pony logo on the glass top, which is actually just transparent plastic. We have a cap for Triple Treat to wear with a great big, huge, well, it looks, I think it's supposed to be a strawberry ice cream cone because it is pink and yellow. And you have your choice of four ice creams. You get your choice of four flavors. You get your choice of a yellow popsicle, which is, I don't know, maybe it's lemon. An orange popsicle, which maybe might, it might be a drinkable. A deep pink twin pop, which is probably cherry. And a strawberry ice cream cone, as it is pink and yellow. See, I would say the twin pop is probably raspberry. Because it's pink, not red. Okay, we'll go with raspberry. And on the ice cream cart, there is also an umbrella. And on the top of the umbrella is a little nook thing where you attach a butterfly to the very top of it. And finally, finally, there is a reason for that uh, hole in their hoof. On the ice cream cart, there is a small little pedal with, again, a little nook thingy on there that you put the, the pony's hoof onto it, and it hooks on, you press down, and that's how the ice cream cart opens up. Awesome. I have to say, I like the style that they did, the little butterfly, because it reminds me of, like, from G1, where you had a playset that was, like, sprinkles and her waterfall, and it came with duck soup. It looks like that mm-hmm. style of animal friends. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does does resemble that that style. And we're gonna go ahead and move on to Fluttershy. So what? Sharing sweets with Fluttershy. Oh, that's right. There was a a Fluttershy in the C three. <laughs> And she did have 
a remake to her, which kind of seems a little oddball to me. Can can you see what the remake is? Um. Butterfly? Mm-mm. I'll give you a hint. Hmm? It's I in her mane. In her Take mane. a look at her mane. Well, it looks like she's got a dark blue in there. Yep. Now I'm gonna Is pull it up. to be like yellow and pink and lavender? Yeah, I think what it when it happened was I'm actually gonna pull up into the sea as well. Just go ahead and check. Yeah. You pulling it up? If I can. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Glory, hallelujah, my baby's taking a binky. Oh, dear. Not taking it very well because she's trying to chew on it. But... <laughs> I'll see what I can get. Sorry, bear with me. Yes, I know I'm taking so very long. Okay. Yes, it is confirmed. I just took a look at uh, where the rainbow ends into the sea. And Triple Treat, or not Triple Treat, Fluttershy does have a streak dark in her hair. I think it's supposed to be the lavender. I think someone forgot to lighten it. Maybe. Because it it does have that purpley tinge to it. That is her biggest change. And she does come with, my God, I think that is the epitome of gumball machines. I well, they, yeah, I they have... do look like three gumball machines. Yeah. 
and it is orange, yellow, and pink, filled with gumballs. And again, you have a little notch on the top, and on the top you can set a bumblebee on it. She has green hats that just looks totally wrong on top of her head, but hey. And a pink purse with two lollipops. One is dark pink, the other is light pink. So evidently she likes her sweet. Who doesn't like sweet? I know. And I believe with this set, you press down on the pedal, and I think the bubble gums in the bubble gum machine popped or spun around, or they did something. So. But I think it's the next set that I think had a girl going gaga. Girl going gaga. Yes. Shoe time or any Cinderella? woman. Oh yes. Oh, hold on a second. There we go. Oh, wow. Shoe boxes. <laughs> Shoes in them. <laughs> yes. Tula Rula not only came with shoes, she came with four pairs. Pairs or sets? Oh, sets. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, she came with four sets of shoes. As I said, this was the typical, I think this was a nod to the fashionistas, you know, who don't have one pair of shoes, who don't have two pairs of shoes. They don't have a half a dozen pair of shoes. No, they have an entire closet. Devoted just to shoes. I think I've seen that episode of Clean House. <laughs> so, hold on one second. Do you want to go outside? Come on. Even though I can't right now feel my right leg, we can go outside. Sorry, we're currently taking a field trip. So, do you want to go ahead and describe the shoes? Um, actually, I can barely see them on my screen. 
They're tiny. It looks like there's an orange set, a yellow set, and a pink set. And a white set. Well, how about describing the shoe stand? Pardon me, I'm just kind of moving to a better spot in the room. Okay. like there is a pink set of shoes in an orange box, a yellow set of shoes in a white box, an orange set of shoes which are displayed on Tula Rula's feet, and presumably there's a white pair of shoes in one of the other boxes. Well, what about the shoes? Can sit on shelves that are green with yellow trim on the bottom and pink trim on the top. So, yeah, I think if someone needs a pair of shoes in, in Ponyville... I think they go to Tularula. Apparently. Because it and looks it, like she is the dawn of shoes. And so. her, uh, she, she also has a mirror to admire her shoes. A little tiny mirror on the bottom shelf. So pretty much just like, you know, when you go to a shoe store, you have the little mirror on the bottom to look, look down and see your shoes. You know, it's been a while since I've gone shoe shopping, so I will take your word for that. Well, see, I don't look down in that mirror. Here's my theory. If they fit, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> That's the way I go shoe shopping. Do they fit, and can I afford them? Yes. Bear with me one quick second. Sorry, I had to put the last load of laundry into the dryer. You can always tell us Monday. I'm finishing up the laundry from the weekend. Yeah. Ow. 
<clears throat> yeah, now this Tularula, it should be pointed out, is the dark pink Tularula with aqua white and lavender hair. It has the swirly symbol. This is not the Tularula with the light pink body and the paintbrush. Okay. So they even the went as far as to change them. Ah, so they nodded back to the original Tularula. Yes. With the, um, what do I want to say? With the sort of Celtic-looking swirly symbol. There you go. And if I remember correctly, her original name The way they had it. Yeah. All right, bear with me. Boy, don't you just hate it when you know what you're looking for? There was no difference to her name. Nope, she was Tula Rula. Okay. So yeah, we're there they were at this point they were also doing a nod back to the original G threes. Which was which was nice. Well, this was uh two thousand seven, so they hadn't gone into the core seven then. This is not Core 7 Tularula. I think Tularula. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You can't see this, but right now, my baby is sitting on my lap, fascinated by the bubble screensaver. She's watching the rainbow-colored bubbles in front of the pony, <laughs> which she thinks is just so cool. I would think it's cool, too. We need to give you a lava lamp, Missy. Oh, dear Lord. Maybe if we got you a lava lamp, you'd go to sleep. Well, there you go. Bubble screen, rainbow colored bubble screen saver. Hours of entertainment for your newborn. <laughs> Good to definitely know. 
All right, so that's Tula Rula. The next one is Swing Along with Sunny Days. And I have to say, to me, this particular Sunny Days, the, the way they, they sculpted her, she really looks like she should be a Dios de, de los Muertos pony because she's white, but her head looks very skeletal. Yeah. 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 Look at that pony. Look at that pony. Yeah, she definitely, her, her head definitely does have that, a very thin look to it versus everyone else. Yeah, I really think that they should have rethought that one. Yeah. You know, this is the and pony says, that all the other ponies are looking at her like, you're not going into production looking like that, are you? <laughs> yeah, because actually if you really look at her, her legs are thinner and longer. Her torso is a little bit... If you kind of look at it... Somebody needs to get that pony a sandwich. Yes, because she's starting to look a little like a G G2. Or... I don't know. She just looks like a skeleton to me. So she definitely looks like she needs to eat something. And yeah. quickly, probably before she eats the poor birdie. And that birdie, there's something wrong with that birdie. You know, something laid eggs in its in its head. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does have that Stewie uh, Griffin look to it. <laughs> yeah. It's got, you know, the beady eyes of a criminal, tiny little beak, a giant head, a little body, and big feet. Kind of looks like a warped chocobo. <laughs> but, but anywho, the, the, the bird sits on top of the frame for the swing that um, Sunny Days swings on. Hence, swinging along with Sunny Days. I'm not talking about dancing, but actually literally swinging on a swing. Yes. And um, the swing is hot pink with a hot pink frame. The ropes for the swing are light pink. And it has sort of a light pink cloud wingy thing at the top of the frame um, next to a heart. It's the birdie sits on. Yeah, and it also has, she has this pink hat, pink, white, and yellow hat that seriously looks like something that you wouldn't go swinging on a swing on, but looks like you should be going to the Kentucky Derby in. <laughs> I don't know. From my perspective, on my screen, it looks like a hot pink fire hat. 
<laughs> look at part, look at picture number two of that hat. Okay, baby. Okay. Okay. There you go. You're standing up. Okay. I'm still watching the bubbles. <laughs> Loving the bubbles. Oh, this is going to be one of those sorts of nights. Yeah. Can you believe it's already uh, 6.32 in Pacific time? Which means no, we I only have a half an hour left of, of live show. No, I cannot believe... <sighs> so, yeah, I cannot believe Yep. Oh, and she has two bunches of flowers that stick into the sides of the uh, swing. Yeah, and if you look at picture number two, which does an aerial view of the swing, okay, again, you see a a little niche where the pony will connect to so that you can go ahead and swing her on the swing. So they really did think these these toys through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Honey baby. You're fussy. Oh dear. I know the screen is tiny, but but you need to just focus on doing the whole baby thing. What do you think? We one more and we end early for tonight. Uh, well, let's get through a uh, tea with Pinkie Pie first if we're going to. I said let's do one more. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So Pinkie Pie is Pinkie Pie. No need to describe Pinkie Pie. And this Pinkie Pie kind of matches her G4 Pinkie Pie personality in the fact that she's serving tea and cake. Yes. Cupcakes. And And sweet and tasty. Yes. And, of course, G4 Pinkie Pie works in... The tea, the tea shop, the sweet shop, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Bakery. Yes. So it's kind of you know. <laughs> okay, okay. So maybe I need to go back and watch this. Watch. Friendship is magic. Yeah. So. Ironically, but, Melody has no interest in friendship as magic. Oh, my. Yeah, she wants oh, Mythbusters, Clean House, 
things with people that look like people doing things that she recognizes. Uh Uh-uh. Cartoons are just not her thing. (laughs) Uh, Just give give it a little bit more time. Eventually, the pretty colors will start to mesmerize her. Oh, she likes pretty colors, just apparently not cartoon animation. Hmm. She may be that one child. Yeah. Yeah, just for now. Well, I think they do say that babies don't actually respond to cartoons. To a certain age. Yeah. So. But tea with Pinkie Pie. Uh, She does come with a pink and white tea cart with a pink, dark pink tray that goes on top. And a. And I love the white lace tablecloth on the the tea cart. (laughs) Yeah, it just goes perfect. It makes it very fancy, very fancy. Yeah. Very Downton Abbey. Yes. 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 Definitely. And you do have the traditional white teapot, sugar bowl, and creamer. You know, the very traditional-looking tea set until you get to the teacups. <laughs> Which are very traditional. Hmm? Where That's the, a little... Oh, there they are. They're pink. Yes. They're very... My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah. Because I think anything with teacups in G3, teacups were pink. Well, maybe maybe that's just the color of the clay in Ponyland. Maybe. But then how did they find white for the uh tea the teapot, the creamer and the sugar bowl? It's a glaze. Only the wealthiest ponies can afford the white glaze. Everybody oh, else okay. has that pink. Oh, okay. So evidently, Pinkie Pie went to the good thrift shop and was able to find the white teapot and teacup and the white teapot and creamer and saucer. Oh. No, no, Pinkie Pie is very affluent. Oh, okay. Hence her ability to take over the world. Oh, this is true. You can't she take over the world at your point. Oh, that's right. She just chooses to have the pink teacups, huh? Yeah. Well, you to know, she, she doesn't want to seem... Yeah, she she doesn't want to seem too far above everybody. She needs to, to have something to make her seem relatable. Oh, okay. And she she is a pink pony, so she might just like pink. This is true. 
And then you do have a white plate and four brown and pink cupcakes, which Oh, rubbing your eyes. Yeah, the the cupcakes to me look like they're in a hot pink, like cupcake wrapper. Yeah, that's what I, was, I was about to say, where's the pink? And then I turned back to the other picture, and it's like, oh, there it is. That looks like peanut butter on the top to me, but I suppose that could just be a naked cupcake. It could be a naked cupcake. She she decided to cut down on the sugar, so she decided not to frost cup. And you notice there's something that this lacks that every other set has. This one doesn't seem to have a little foot pedal. No, it has a foot pedal. This doesn't have an animal. Ah. They're in the cupcakes. Huh? <laughs> They're in the cupcakes. <laughs> oh, so you mean she... Yeah. Those aren't regular cupcakes, those are cat cakes. Oh, yeah, those are special cupcakes. Okay. Oh. I don't I don't want to know what the poor cat did. Because you know you see this set and you think cat. She's hosting Elf later. There you go. (laughs) And if nobody knows what Elf is, Google it. And you will get our joke. Oh, baby cake. But yeah, so that's the uh, 2006 and 2007 uh, Mini Pony slash Ponyville. Yeah, that's the start of 2007. Oh, that's great. There's a lot more in 2007. Yeah. But we're just going to end early tonight because Pony Baby seems awfully fussy. Well, and we only have 15 minutes left, and each of these things have quite a few accessories. Yeah. So I don't think we get through the the whole next thing in the 15 minutes anyway. Mm-mm, no. So, but uh, next week we will be starting our villain of the day. 
or I should say the villain of the the villain of the week because it is October. Ah. That should be that should be fun. That should be extremely scary fun. And we will be having two interviews this month coming up. Ooh. So. Are we going to give people hints? As soon as I book them. <laughs> ah, gotcha. They're semi-booked. They know they're in October. They haven't picked what day yet. But until next week, Pony Night Nights. Pony Night Nights. Okay, Pony Night Nights. Okay, where is she? There she is. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye bye. Pony Night Nights, Kimono. Pony Night Nights. Is that it? Are we alone? Hmm. Well, I mean, a little bit early tonight, but... That just means next week we'll be filled extra more. So, till next week, happy pony hunting. Good night.